0: This is The Reason Interview with Nick Gillespie. Thanks for listening. Before I get to today's incredible episode, I really, really am stoked about this episode. I want to tell you about a brand new Reason podcast series. It's a limited series, six episodes, and it's called Why We Can't Have Nice Things. And it's hosted by the great Eric Bain. It explains how dumb trade policy makes everything from baby formula to underwear more expensive, and more difficult to get. Subscribe at reasoncom podcast or wherever you get your shows. Do not miss why we can't have nice things with Eric Bain. So my guest today is comedian Doug Stanhope. Nobody, certainly nobody in comedy, is as idiosyncratic and outspoken about their personal habits and their politics as Doug, who dresses exclusively in goodwill castoffs and has written great, non put downable books about everything from helping his terminally ill mother commit suicide to celebrating the on-the-road debauchery that ended in his getting married. Happily, I might add. Stanhope has been entertaining me and audiences with his bad taste and unapologetically libertarian tirades for almost 30 years. You may recall that back in the early 2000s, he co-hosted The Man Show with Joe Rogan for a couple of seasons, including an episode where he entered a boxing ring against disgraced figure skater Tanya Harding and uh, took kind of a beating, to be quite honest. I cut up with Stan Hope at Freedom Fest, an annual event held this year in Memphis, where he performed a characteristically uncensored set that was just out of this world. Uh, We talked about why Doug is dreading the presidential election season, how he survived COVID's effect on touring, what he likes about psychedelic drugs, and why he prefers creative independence over mainstream acceptance. Doug is a real individual, and he is living a libertarian life, if anyone ever has. Here is the Reason interview with Doug Stanhope. Doug Stanhope. Thanks for talking to Reason. How do you maintain
1: a sense of humor? I'll cut right to it because... Yeah. Like, Reason is the only... I've I've become... I've gotten to a place where I just can't tolerate. Like, on my last special, I, I'm preaching radical apathy.
0: Yeah. For
1: my own sanity, like, we're in a place where everyone has an opinion about something. Yeah. And uh, I'd rather just not know. I don't the only news source that I could deal with from quarantine to this day was reason magazine. Mm. Like it's, it's so, I mean, it, sure it has a, an agenda on some level of libertarianism, but it's not, it's not motivated That's by a party a, just a
0: cry for help,
1: but there's like, it seems like there's only three of you that work there that are cranking <laughs> this shit out daily. But every time I see you in an interview, yeah. You're you're calm in person. You're 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 still smiling. And I, when I read reason, all I can think is you and solemn,
0: just yeah. like
1: having to crank this shit out by midnight. And I see no other names.
0: It seems like <laughs> uh, a, that is flattering, and you have now marked us for death among like the ninety other people who do most of the work. But all I right, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. and I guess that's how I I stay happy because I get to take credit for other people's stuff. I did
1: watch the, uh, the RFK Jr. interview. I'd only seen a few clips again. I, right. I, unless yeah. it's like forced into my face or on reason, I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know about his voice thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was tough to get over. And you were, you were very calm with him when he's...
0: <laughs> well, I'm the father of two. Oh, really? So I, yeah, I know how to stay calm.
1: Maybe that's why you still care, because you have kids. <laughs> I think if I had kids... That's the problem. I, I think if I had kids, I still wouldn't care. Yeah. But I'd feel a lot more guilt for not caring about the world that my children have to grow up in.
0: Yeah, I actually feel like my kids are inheriting a much better world than I grew up in, and certainly than my parents did. So they owe me.
1: Yeah. And, and that's That may th- th- change. The only way you can... Keep that in mind is to stay away from a lot of media. Yeah, is
0: things are pretty good. So we're at Freedom Fest, which has been held in Memphis. Uh, what I don't, would you know what what is Memphis's
1: nickname? I don't know if it's still a murder capital.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I, I don't, I don't know if yeah. it has a, it's gonna have it something like that though, yeah. something murdery. But no, I yeah. think they're both music, Nashville and yeah, Memphis. yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. This is the. Home but you you
0: dislike well yeah I think it's uh, blues Memphis has blues rock and roll uh, rhythm and blues maybe
1: and uh, country western is Nashville yeah definitely but uh, you hate
0: music the Music City
1: Miracle so it's going to be the Music okay. City no remember but Music was, City I think is Music City Miracle was oh wait shit yeah, yeah. that's Nashville because the titans, and they also, that yeah. was when the Titans threw that right uh, pseudo lateral yeah yeah.
0: And Nashville, what was the team? They had a team called the Nashville Sounds. That might have been like a soccer team or something. Uh, sounds that's like, bad,
1: uh, like ABA. Like it's just a tropic really thunder. bad. Thunder. Yeah, yeah a that, really bad. Wait, no, band. Tropic Thunder. Uh, the. the, tro- the uh, uh, yeah, Will the Ferrell.
0: the Will Ferrell movie. What was that called? Tropic. Semi-pro. They were the. Flint like, they, tropics, they were the, They were semi-pro. the Fort Wayne Tropics or something like that, or something. Flint. Flint. You hate music, though. Not, Why do you hate me? I,
1: I don't like that I, I'm forced to listen to music. Yeah, It's the only art form that is, you know, 99% of the time you're hearing it without wanting to. Most of the music I you know... You do not consent. Right. It's, yeah. Music is rape. Yeah. I'll stand by that.
0: Okay. <laughs> and you have a forthcoming special that you are going to explore this topic in, among others. Yeah, yeah. Is there... I mean, you are famous for being the worst self promoter in history. When is your your special coming out? I don't
1: even know the name of this. (laughs) I taped it in May and I haven't even gotten down to like watching it all the way through to give my editor points to, all right, take this from the first show and and use the second show that's a better version. I haven't even done that. I don't have a title. I had a title, but then I dropped the bit. You know, I don't like that bit, I'm not doing it. So without the bit, title would make what, sense what
0: uh what what's fueling your apathy is it is it worse now than it was 20 years ago or 40 years ago
1: no I, I and when i look back i see i i don't see the upset that everyone is like the fear that they're just cranking out i've seen everything before i'm almost 60 yeah so uh so they go oh it's never been this bad and you go what it's oh the the, the genders do you remember yeah. the '70s with the uh, feminism then? And you, mm-hmm. we don't want to be called Miss or uh, Misses. Right. We're uh, Ms. We're going to be called Ms. And everyone's like, well, you, you can't, can't even open world, a door right. for abroad anymore." Yeah. yeah, I've seen everything that we're going through. I've already seen it. I think
0: the... we, if we just said like, "Okay, everybody opens their own doors from now on," then we never have to talk about this again. But that's right. that's
1: what's happening. It's yeah, what was happening in the '70s yeah. only. There's more sources of-
0: I am disappointed that androgyny, which I'm I'm, uh, older than you, but I remember androgyny was going to be David Bowie and Twiggy. Uh, You know, so it was going to be thin, beautiful people who kind of looked the same. And instead, it's like the Campbell Soups kids, you know, where it's just chubby people (laughs) who are male and female, but they look the same in the and they're just not attractive.
1: Yeah. Uh Yeah. Break a nuclear war.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, right? Know, I've never, never heard of that, that. before. Yeah, never heard about yeah. it. Inflation. Right. So is there anything you were, I mean, you famously joked about 9-11, I think minutes before it happened, leading, you know, many conspiracy theorists to assume you were in on it. But you want to have the first joke whenever a celebrity dies, whenever a natural natural or unnatural disaster happens. Yeah, and that was
1: a lot easier before social yeah. media. Like, yeah. You have to get to a stage, and by the time you get to the closest open mic, a hundred people have already made yeah. that joke on Twitter.
0: So is that fueling your apathy, that, like, you can't be first, so why bother, or...?
1: I think, well, first of all, I've had a lot of shit happen at home, literally. Yeah. I had a house fire, mm-hmm. so I've been living out of a hotel for, like, nine months now. Yeah. Uh, is that bad, uh, or hotels? do you like living hotel? Well, I mean, it's, it's one thing, when I lived on the road... Where, yeah. you know, I spend half my you know, year in hotels yeah. anyway, but that's you keep yeah. your sanity by going to a stable home right. where you have your shit, and I know where my shit is. But if you keep moving back to a hotel, that's your home, and I still have another house in Bisbee, but this yeah. my wife's home. But I don't know
0: where my and shit you're is, and so now in I have there, to pack go right. to okay. another hotel. And so what? How did the fire happen?
1: Just a w- weird electrical fire in the attic. Lost nothing but just trying to get people to work Yeah. again. Yeah. Hey, we need to talk about unemployment, right? Hey, work on my fucking house.
0: What, uh, why is it hard to find people to work? Cause it's
1: a hippie town. Yeah. It, uh, there's, there's a lot to be said for people who, Hey, people, you don't want to work. I could stand on a fucking a crate waving money in my town. And unless it's like, towards the end of the month before people get right. their disability check. <laughs> they, everyone knows how to do shit. They just rather not, which I don't blame them.
0: This uh, reminds you were born in 1967, right? The summer of love, is that why you are, I, I mean the 69. spring of love, right? Uh, summer of love was 67.
1: I, don't know, I, was, I was pretty young back then when yeah. I was born. Now what
0: I'm saying, is that why you hate hippies?
1: I, I don't hate hippies. Well, I've, here's a problem, Nick. I got to a place where I started Hating everything, and I just even every commercial on TV. Watching the local morning news because yeah. it's happy and stupid, like Anchor Man. And I'd smile a little bit, and the commercials, which is I hate every, and I want to smash that guy's yeah. face in. And I go, all right, this is me. If you hate that many things, yeah, it's you. But the problem is, I know I have to be right some of the time. Some of these people do deserve to die, and I'm letting them all go because, because. I know that the rest of them I'm wrong about.
0: What are are the things that bug you the most right now? Like in contemporary America, I mean, one of the things you're saying is like, we're hyping fear constantly as if it's new and it's recycled. But, you know, what are are the things that really bug the shit out of you?
1: Uh, Less and less uh, of... Shit. I'm trying to think of... Now, yeah, nothing. Nothing stands above everything else. Yeah, they. Like, everything annoys me equally, or doesn't. Yeah, yeah I, the. If I could keep the same point of view for an entire twenty-four hour period, I'd be happy. I would be content. I'd go, okay, that's how I feel about that. But sometimes, you know, I'm. I'm punching my uh, laptop screen. Yeah. In in rage over this is stupid. What are you thinking? And then the next morning, I'm like. Get over it.
0: What uh, what do you think about politics these mm. days? I mean, you've always been libertarian, but uh, with a small L. Um, you know, are you looking forward to Trump Biden two or?
1: It's I I look at it just like I look at football. Where yeah, when the Bills were in four Super Bowls in a row, you're like, all right, I can't I can't take. That's what biden trump is yeah. it's not entertaining whatsoever um uh, i i lost everything when once trump got elected i i, I just don't get it i do don't i don't get what how how he that could happen yeah and not politically uh, tapping into anger whatever but it, it's still that guy it's like if maury yeah. povich got elected i'd go
0: i don't know where i live i really don't have did you ever say i mean you're pretty close to the mexican border did you know why is it celebrities whatever they're going to leave america they always say they're going to go to Canada. They never say, oh, I'm going to go to Mexico.
1: That's, that's, that's what I'm going to do in 2024. <laughs> if say, somebody wins the I've presidency, already, you're moving. I've already looked yeah. at it. Yeah, if either of them win, I'm moving to Mexico because it's seven <laughs> miles away. And I'm just going to get an apartment over the board. <laughs> so it's just going to be me driving to the same grocery store in America, doing the same shit, but I is, have an apartment for me. Is
0: it kind of great, though, that Trump won just because it is like, oh, you know, Trump or Maury Povich or... I don't know. You know, like I try to be so positive insane.
1: about it, thinking that okay, this could perhaps open the door for other people. It's uh, going, hey, if he can win, I can win. Right. And like a, a normal outsider, yeah. like a, a good outsider, not a, a wrestling villain yeah. guy.
0: And Who I thought, is a billionaire?
1: But no, it didn't happen. I thought this next election, the last one, yeah, would be full of all these. Yeah, no one. Nobody like Pendulette or someone like that. Right,
0: right. What um, you know? Do you expect anything out of politics?
1: No, it, it's no president has ever affected my life. Yeah, I, I've never. If I look back, I I was born under LBJ, so again, I don't really remember it. But if, yeah. I I I remember Carter. I remember hoping Carter would win because I always like to pick a favorite. Yeah. To, the, to this day in sports, I don't follow basketball, but. but I'll I'll have a favorite team, an underdog, and I'll root for a, yeah. You
0: know. So uh, Carter didn't do it for you. But uh, I, I,
1: I, I, my life didn't change.
0: Yeah. Do you think it would have changed, like, if Carter had been reelected? Would that have changed the the course of human events in a way that was measurable? I can't,
1: I can't imagine. Uh, but, uh, again, I have not had a traditional life where I was, yeah. Raising the kids and paying for college yeah. loans, I have a ninth grade education and i I lived on people 's couches anyway yeah. it 's not because it was a tough times economically, and the plant closed it 's because right. I was screwing off and i 'm going to move to vegas and yeah. i 'm going to be a professional gambler
0: what uh, what energized you to do that to do to, what? like to wander? leave school at ninth in ninth grade and like leave home and and wander around
1: uh school i was uh horrifically bored mm-hmm. was one of the things that killed me during the, the, the corn times where yeah. people go, my kids want to go to school and they miss school. No fucking yeah. kid wants to go to school. We would have snow days and you would shit yeah. your pants, sitting next to an AM radio, hoping they called. Your
0: school was closed for the day. That is like, like a great memory. A
1: lottery, yes. And now you're trying to tell me your kids really are desperate to go back there. No.
0: So you hated school, but then you know that you could have gotten a job at the plant or something, right? You chose to roam around the country. Yeah, and actually, I don't know. I mean, oh, I, I, so
1: I, it's not like my parents were—they weren't uh, artistic at all. But they—they uh, they were all for me going out. And I was going to be an actor when I was eighteen. And as soon as I was legal to run uh, at eighteen, yeah. I, I went to Hollywood with. $450 in my pocket, mm-hmm. took the train across country and went to, and I learned more in three months of what Hollywood actually is, yep. <laughs> trying to
0: survive. How would you summarize that?
1: Uh, uh, it's the trial by fire. It's like boot camp for real life. Like, yeah. okay, oh, these are gay prostitutes. and yeah. they, they work out of this. I thought I was getting a really good deal on this uh, share-a-bathroom uh, uh, yeah. you know, hostel kind of place. Oh, these are, yeah. oh, that's not a woman after all. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, the nine years I completed of schooling paled in comparison to three months of living in Hollywood.
0: When did you realize, like, was there a particular moment when you're like, okay, I don't want to be an actor. I want to be a stand-up.
1: Uh, well, comedy kicked off. I moved to LA in 85, and it was... I had moved at this point. I was living in Las Vegas uh, in 1990. And that was at the height of uh, stand-up comedy. The boom, the 80s boom was just.
0: And you don't think that was because of Ronald Reagan? You think it was no, independent of who was president? No.
1: No. Uh, yeah, it was actually uh, George Bush, because when I started Open Mic, they, they started the, uh, they kicked off that first war there. Yeah. And I remember sitting in a, in a bar that I regular did. Having a pen and a notepad, trying to make funny out of the war. What
0: uh, do you remember? What your first uh, first Gulf War joke jokes, was? Don't remember
1: any jokes specific to the Gulf War. But my what was joke your favorite? So bad back yeah. then. Anyway, like, they didn't even have to have truth to them.
0: What uh, was your favorite uh, 9/11 joke, or what is your favorite
1: 9/11 joke? I had one I really loved. And again, my bits are not succinct. Yeah. To, and for, camera friendly, but it was, it was, uh, I think six months after the war, uh, it was about the death toll and how they, uh, they first said as over 10,000 people dead. And then it went down and it's 8,000 and 6,000. And, uh, and, uh, and now they're saying it's uh, 3,300 <laughs> people died at this rate. I believe, Oh, it's, that was the premise. When is it going to be okay to make jokes again? And I went through the, the death toll limit. I, uh, so uh, my answer is June 3rd. Because at this rate, no one will have died from 9-11. Uh, the, the amount of decline, if this, yeah, by then, zero people will have died.
0: What, uh, you mentioned your jokes when you were starting, I didn't have truth to them. Yeah. What Talk a little bit about that. Because like a lot of stand-ups, or a lot of uh, comedians talk about being truth-tellers. Um, Yeah, yeah. I I
1: was a 23-year-old guy that just, I couldn't sing at karaoke, or I wasn't athletic, so hey, this is a way to get noticed in a bar, and uh, maybe get laid, uh, because I'm kind of funny. Sea Monkeys, I remember. uh, Sea Monkeys is a funny reference, and I I remember writing a bit backwards, like Sea Monkeys started it, and okay, how do I make it? And it was something about sexually transmitted Sea Monkeys, or something, I don't know, but...
0: So yeah, just but it didn't have truth.
1: No, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah.
0: because they're not really monkeys.
1: No, it's just funny words to say. How do I get people to laugh?
0: Yeah. So then,
1: what? What is now? I don't give a shit if they laugh. Now I. Now I go. Am I amused? Uh, Do does the audience win or lose in that? I think normally they can tell if you're enjoying yourself. They're coming along for the ride because they don't know what's funny, or they wouldn't have fucking paid you to come in. Yeah. If they could do this themselves.
0: What, uh, you know, your humor is, uh, typically described, and I think this is accurate, as dark or, you know, I mean, like you, you like immediately to go into places where most people don't, uh, and spaces. I guess I understand why you do that. Like you're driven to do that. Um, why do you think people who are not doing that on a regular basis, what, what's the interest in you know, in going along for a ride with somebody who is driving into very dark places.
1: Well, first of all, if people really believe these are the end of times, then we're all living in a dark place and you need to to find the funny in it. I would love to see cancel culture go after the people who live in dark places. First responders, EMTs, people are known for having the most caustic, because they have to, crime scene, detective, hardened, you know, firefighter, and they're making the most repulsive jokes back at the station about your grandmother's corpse that they just peeled out of a, a burning building. Uh, yeah, go ahead, cancel them. Yeah. yeah, They made fun of your grandmother just minutes after she died. Yeah, that's how you live. I just, we just had our last podcast uh, of neighbors and friends uh, at uh, one of their tweaker friends of uh, meth psychosis think oh everyone's trying to harvest my organs i'm going to kill everyone in the house it was an attempted mm-hmm. mass murder down right. the street yeah. and uh, our friend who is an open mic comedian she got her heel blown off uh and uh i you go know, oh this is going to be a great podcast finally we have something fun to talk about let's get <laughs> let's get footloose over here how We're did gonna, that
0: good how did that go over
1: it's I, we had a blast yeah. uh, i don't know how uh, it's the podcast, so it's not yeah. like a crowd where you can tell if they laughed right. or not. But yeah, most of our, our, our most listened to podcasts were a suicide, a you know, a death, a something tragic. And
0: uh, did they uh, did they? Uh, I mean, they found the guy who was involved in that shooting and whatnot, right? Because you're it was, a yeah, it was a lady,
1: a gal, yeah,
0: yeah, and um, she she just snapped or yeah,
1: she was, she was you know,
0: do you worry? Math, of- I
1: was used to be pro-drug but now I'm a little bit more selective because mm-hmm. meth heads are uh, yeah.
0: do you worst. think? Do you think is the country getting more violent or is it kind of a steady state? It sells state tickets
1: of- so you, I, I don't know. I remember uh, one of the books that really changed my point of view was You Were Being Lied To, disinfo.com is a, okay. a compendium of different essays yeah. about things you think you know and the the first you know, black baseball player was, uh, you know, no, no. They they actually had black baseball players, right. you know, during Reconstruction. Yeah, but they don't count that. Right. Uh, and just all, all these, you know, you are being lied to. And one of them was about mass shootings and how, like, it, it gave numbers about yeah there were mass shootings. They just didn't get as much coverage mm-hmm. or school shootings. Now I think that's probably not correct because this was in the '90s. I'm right. sure there are more shootings, but. I think people are more on edge thinking that everyone else is violent because that's what they sell on TV. Yeah. So everyone's in a, like, a reactive, yeah. like,
0: someone's you, on my lawn. Yeah, do you, like, what do you, what do you think's going on then that we're, you know, that we're, we're more hyped? I mean, is it just TV and the way people talk about stuff? Or is there something changing in American culture? I, I
1: noticed this when I was just even as a teenager, uh, you pick up the paper, and I, I know that I'm reading about the murder, I'm reading about the 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 brawl at the thing, yeah. and the oh the tax rates and the local school union things. Skip, yeah, yeah, skip. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you you eat a diet of all shit.
0: But is it like, I mean, you you may be a little too young to remember, like, Jim Jones. Right? No, no. Okay, no. yeah. Or uh, the Zodiac Killer is a little bit before your time, but Son of Sam would have been a thing. And, like, you know, you would read just the weirdest things. There was that um, school bus full of children in California that were kidnapped and, like, buried underground. It was turned into, like, you know, oh. part of a dirty Harry. I mean, but it, was, it seemed like... In the 70s, certainly, or then John Wayne Gacy would, you know, come into view or something. There was something totally weird and fucked up happening all the time. Yeah. And, I mean, so was that driving the turn to talk about violence and serial killers and stuff like that? Or was it, do they get conjured by the way that we talk about stuff?
1: I don't know. Now you're getting into the murder porn area. Yeah. Why? Why? And that's mostly a female thing, it seems to be. Uh. Why now we're yeah. watching... Well, you say I'm too young to know about these things, but I wouldn't be because yeah. they're all popular now. Right, right. Yeah. Every, every mass murderer from... Yeah, you know, uh, Dahmer, Dahmer was
0: dominating like Netflix for a month or yeah.
1: something like that. Yeah, I, and if people don't watch happy shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you watch?
1: I don't... I, I watch almost no comedy. Yeah.
0: Like, like
1: comedy... If it's a comedy on television, that's a buzzword for not funny. Yeah. I couldn't tell you a single actual sitcom that's on a network right now. The only time I ever see commercials, uh, is watching football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the only thing I watch in real time. Everything else I can't, yeah. It's DVR'd or netflix uh, so it's either no commercials or I can fast forward through them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't watch anything funny cause I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I watch whatever's, uh, you know, bingeable.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, I guess, um, uh, you were on Louis C.K.'s show. Uh, this is years ago on FX. Uh, and you played, was it yourself or a version of you? It, I mean, it's it, certainly it, a version of
1: it, it was, he had it as an amalgamation of a lot of, comedians that he thought I would do well at not knowing that no he's I'm playing exactly myself right it was it was me if I hadn't made any money in comedy but still doing it for yeah beer money
0: and uh you have a a bit that's very funny and your I highly recommend your Instagram feed is just great because it's just clips from all over your career that are short and very funny but you uh in one of them you talk about how Louis got contact by Robin Williams and said like your performance was like a searing you know just a great bit about suicide etc like shortly before he died and what is your bit that's related that's to say, that
1: I, now I think maybe I as much as he was a great influence on other comics maybe I was a great influence on the last days of Robin Williams life and his decisions yeah uh that was the bit as far as I know
0: yeah and i mean do you uh like audiences seem to love that do you have to give them permission to laugh at that kind of humor
1: i don't know i'm not a comedian that uh steps out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. i'm not a guy that goes to the comedy cellar and works out uh, you know a new bit or Mm -hmm. i i perform to my paid audience only like this will be interesting at freedom fest Mm -hmm. Because there will be people that are not here to see Doug Stanhope. They're they're here to see comedy, and it, it'll be fun. But I will cherry pick the bits yeah. that uh, are Freedom Fest related or uh, maybe mocking of. Uh, but still, it'll be. Uh, I'm not going to try to drag them into some other part of my reality right. that's not yeah, that's foreign soil. But it's still. I don't. I don't work stuff out. If I have new yeah. shit, I'm going to do it tonight at my show. That in front of my fans. Yeah. And I think I worked under you know, thirty-three years now. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, yeah, I'm gonna completely well, you lay could back be bad, on my laurels,
0: right? Huh? I mean, you you could be bad. Like I I had school teachers who were you know at it for thirty years who sucked. Yeah. So like, but
1: but um, the, the, the the audience tells you already, right? You know, hey, if they're gonna pay fifty-five, sixty dollars to get in. Yeah. Uh, they're they're not yeah
0: what um what went into i you know one of the things that I think is is genuinely fascinating about your career and and I realize like you're not for all tastes, right but you have a great career and you've also really refused to i and sell out isn't the right word because there's people who have made it gigantically big who are doing exactly what they want to and they force networks and audiences to come to them rather than yeah. any of that but what goes into the calculation of you know, of being like a really independent voice in a form where there is a mass audience. Like, you know, how do you, how do you do that, um, and how do you keep at that? I I, I guess I, what I'm saying is there's there's a couple. You know, there's a there are not that many comedians who have the opportunity to go super big, who remain true to what they are. Like you, you know, you haven't gotten you haven't. Done a sitcom where you are, you know, the bachelor dad who inherits a family of alligators. Or I haven't something turned like
1: that. a lot of stuff down. <laughs> I mean, I maybe I'm wrong. I there's yeah. there's well there's things that yeah. I I wouldn't do, but I I have never had to been in a place where I go, oh, dude, the man show was a thing where yeah. I went, okay, yeah, for that kind of money, I, but I had no idea it was gonna suck. Like I mm-hmm. didn't know going in yeah. that. Oh, they, they, you, you can do whatever you want with it and mm-hmm. your own voice. And you so
0: they were saying that, yeah. And then, and then it was it like, we to, didn't really uh, mean that. Oh,
1: you know, yeah, filming day. Wait, we, I thought we yeah, the lawyer said no on this, and the censor said no on that. Yeah. So we're gonna go with the other thing that the writers wrote, and that sucks. And yeah, like, ah, fuck. how did that feel? If that's why I left LA, that's yeah. why do you live in Bisbee? Because I did the one thing you're supposed to want to do in LA, the only reason you live there is to get yeah. a thing. And I go. It sucked, and uh, the only I'm the only guy who did a TV show that uh, became less popular because of yeah. the, Like I had my co- comedy career going fine, and now yeah. people think I suck. So, so yeah, I don't need to be in LA. I'd rather live in a small town. So, huh.
0: Uh, I, I wanted to ask in the uh, in your book uh, This Is Not Fame from a couple of years yeah. ago, which is a great memoir, and you your your oeuvre, your bookshelf is is building up into pretty good one. I hope you keep writing them. Uh but you had Dr. Drew Pinsky uh write a, a foreword uh to uh, to This Is Not Fame and you said or he wrote, One day Doug may need or have to change. Do you have you had to change it, or uh,
1: I? I well, I did. I did quit smoking in, uh, in February, so this is July.
0: Okay, how uh, was that going?
1: I did. It was not nearly as hard as I. I've been trying. I did blood work for the first time as an adult. I went and actually got a physical because I thought it'd be funny. because yeah. And I thought, oh, there's going to be some, you know, my lifestyle. There's some right. shit that there. No, I'm in really good health. My liver's great. What? Yeah, kidneys fine, blood sugar no diabetes. The only thing, uh, high cholesterol, not too bad, but triglycerides through the roof. Yeah, and uh, so I've been trying to do change all these diet things, Mm -hmm. trying to added sugar, just way harder than quitting smoking. Uh Just cutting sugar out, I would. Yeah.
0: What about drinking?
1: Drinking, I, yeah, that's where I'm. Uh, I'm toying with it. Yeah, I've been trying to drink uh, wine. Drink less, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and uh, okay, wine uh, supposedly better. They won't no. tell you a lot of shit. Like when you look up and Google, okay, what alcohol is best for tri- high triglycerides? They're not gonna say. And I'm sure someone knows, but you, they're just gonna say, yeah, you shouldn't drink alcohol at all. Right. Alcohol is bad for you anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, there's there's someone who knows
0: what uh what about other drugs how are you uh what what drugs are you I, I that's still days, that's right? what
1: i'm really my my weak spot is i haven't been doing any hallucinogens and i need to
0: yeah what do you, uh, what's the benefit of hallucinogens
1: i just it clears out all your bullshit and I, you know you slough off all the you know the things that you're doing wrong and the, the fears that are irrational that you're so thinking. i mean i
0: always think of it as like clearing your web browser cache
1: yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's um, a why aren't you brain doing that? Douche. Just cause you get to it, the, the older you get, the more shit, the more baggage that you're going to have to deal with. And you go, ah, that, wait, so that's why you don't It has do dirty dishes. Oh, okay. And you, you look at it and you go, I don't want to deal with that. But the longer you don't deal with it, the yeah. higher the stack yeah. gets. And then you don't want to deal with it more. So I do want to do an ayahuasca binge. I do have a, yeah. a, a bit about that on the new special, but, uh, I just don't want to do it with a like a shaman that do ruins you, it.
0: Yeah. Do you worry about uh, like psychedelics are really hot right now? Yeah. Does that fill you with hope or does that fill you with anxiety? No, I think
1: that I think it's a, a fantastic thing. Uh, yeah. but, but That's why the the whole the uh, medical the trip or tourism that they're doing. Yeah. And how they and they use uh, this the bit is in part that they use. Uh, uh hallucinogens for uh, ptsd all these reasons uh, uh end of life situations struggles and uh getting over depression they use it for everything except fun right which is what got me into like i want to do it but have fun the whole shaman yeah. route they don't want you to have fun i want to do my own version of it and uh have a sober sitter but not a guy with face paint chanting
0: right um, you, uh, wrote in, uh, no encore for the donkey, which is your most recent yes. book, right? Um, the more you experience an age, the more you can count on diminishing returns. What, wow. Yeah. Do you remember writing that or?
1: No, uh, I, 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 I don't.
0: Uh, <laughs> do you believe that?
1: Yeah. The, I, 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 I think I could stand by that. What, what's the context?
0: Uh, you know, it's, God, it was was it towards the beginning or the end of that book? But it was it was part of a passage of. Yeah,
1: I, I it's kind of a takes one to know one thing where mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be watching TV or, or hear some dialogue, and you go, I know the writer, whoever wrote that was probably high fiving himself when he wrote that yeah. clever fucking line, because I'm probably the guy that was high fiving myself when I wrote that. But, like that sounds. Well, really do
0: you? Smart, I mean, you know, do you feel like? uh there's there's new stuff that you're going to be experiencing or are you kind of like have you hit the point where now your life is just kind of a steady state might be minor that's uh,
1: exactly why i need to do hallucinogens because i do need to i know there's there's new and different things to do but i'm also really good at prejudging what i'm gonna hate yeah i i know i know i'm gonna uh i knew i was gonna hate the uk going over Mm -hmm. there and Every every preconceived notion was right, and I hated it. I, I, really? Yeah. But you done well then. Yeah, and yeah. I have to go back and hate it because it, it pays well. Well, yeah. now that their money's worth fucking nothing.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, but, I, yeah, I, I, I went uh, you know, skydiving. I went, hmm. I remember Bingo and I, we went... Uh, it's not skydiving. It's on the boat. Uh, parasailing. parasailing. Parasailing, and we were hungover. We had yeah. partied all night in Tampa the night before, and I remember us just There were three of us, were just sitting there. We couldn't have been more bored if it was an elevator. Mm-hmm. So, this is nothing. So, what? You,
0: it, what excites you? So is is there anything chaos that, uh, yeah, yeah
1: yeah when the fucking neighbor just get their foot blown off in an yeah. attempted mass murder you go okay that's yeah that kind of stuff is where I thrive I'm like all right rally the troops yeah we, we, we got fun going on
0: do you expect that to increase uh in the coming years and if so why I
1: have, I have no idea I don't know what's going on with people anymore I, yeah. I used to there was some kind of comfort in having a false sense of knowing what's going on in the world and having an opinion like I used to. Uh, And now I know that I'm probably wrong about a lot of shit. And so let me stay away until I have a better footing.
0: Does that fit into libertarian thinking at all? Like, I mean, is that part of your libertarianness of like, you don't, you know that you don't really know that much.
1: The, the problem with uh, knowing that you don't know that much and admitting it, people don't. People want, uh, uh, yeah. you know, false bravado. They want, uh, even if it's it got no backing, they want someone who. And this is what it is, yeah. and I'll tell you. And I, I know. And
0: do you? I, I mean, do you? You don't think like people are finally getting fed up with that, like after COVID and whatnot, because that's what we had, right? Oh my Where God. the same people would say you know, you got to do this this week and then next week with exactly the same level of authority and determination and commitment. Now you got to do this. And
1: I, I I thought people would get to a place where, and, and even that, that part of my act that I was doing after, you know, quarantine was over and I was back on the road about, it's okay to not have an opinion. It's okay to not know did not get the uh, reaction that uh, that I, that oh, I was wow. hoping for. Yeah. yeah, so
0: it's like it opens up for a little bit, and then people are like, "Ah, oh, now we got to go back to everyone's it
1: was. a conspiracy theorist." Now yeah. I loved conspiracy theories yeah. as a form of entertainment. Yeah, from nine like, eleven to uh, the o- Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, all of them, and uh, and but for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Not as a personality,
0: <laughs> and now everyone.
1: <laughs> it's got some conspiracy... And they're all... And they're bad. They're so yeah. bad, their conspiracy theories. Why
0: do you think there's a lot of conspiracy theories, uh, theorists, and libertarians? Like, what do you... Is there a connection... Do you see a connection between those two things? I've,
1: I've, I've, I don't know why I was so intrigued with... I mean, even UFOs. Right. Uh, 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 yeah, this
0: is kind of... Like, aren't we supposedly... Like, there's people now of... Like, I've seen the bodies
1: allegedly
0: right. yeah but then it never happens it's but, quite and, frustrating and
1: there's there's so many uh, avenues of information that you don't know who's reading what about what and i yeah. well i read a thing but there's 80 things now there's not one like loose change right I, I, oh i saw yeah. loose change and this is how i feel but there's only a couple of uh, sources that everyone's
0: what do you think is the pleasure of a conspiracy theory as, you know, from like an artistic point of view? What did you enjoy about I, it?
1: I think it's just like any other be a sleuth. Yeah. Why do people play Clue? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. And, and the, I touch on that in the special, but it's, there's, there's something about it that almost reeks of being a fucking narc. Right. Hey, you know what? It's none of your business. If aliens came to this planet, they didn't come to meet you. So fucking leave it alone. You're the one who wanted a government. So uh, let them fucking handle it.
0: Why did you become libertarian? Is that like, were you born with it or was it life? Someone told me I was. Oh really? Yeah. Who, someone, do you remember who? Someone's
1: libertarian. When I was doing stuff that I you, was, do, you realize
0: like everybody scores libertarian on the world's smallest political quiz. Like it yeah. took me a while to realize that it wasn't me.
1: Yeah. It was like yeah, it's that that, that thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so somebody told you you were. And yeah. The, based like, on oh. seeing
1: my act, they go, "Yeah, yeah. you're very libertarian. You're libertarian because yeah, the things yeah. you say." And I go, "Oh, okay." And so I looked into libertarianism, and yeah. Well, yeah,
0: I, yeah. S- I scored that <laughs> uh what uh, among your uh influences are bill hicks right or is that fair to say uh, or bill or, hicks, or hicks not? i didn't get just...
1: into till till later on okay. in, in comedy when i was already well again when you get compared to him you go okay yeah but i i knew of him but i was not because i
0: was i was going to say like what do you think of like a lot of comedians and i think hicks is a good example mitch hedberg also who you get compared to they aren't libertarian. Like, they, I mean, in a way, they're anti authority, which is nice, but they're kind of like the worst sort of anti corporate, you know, like, yeah, the, no, you know, I, that advertisers have, you know, that's why I'm sucking on these cancer sticks, you know, because of advertising.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, well, the drug angle, the you yeah. know, free drugs and the, the socially, you know, that that's where they say, th- oh Bill Hicks is libertarian, but no, I think he would definitely be like, fucking taxing the shit out of corporations or Bernie yeah. Sanders. Yeah, he'd yeah. definitely be more Bernie Sanders than Gary
0: Johnson. Do you have, did you
1: even have a fucking candidate last election?
0: Who's who's way The Libertarians. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Joe Jorgensen, the okay. oh, uh, a yeah. uh, psychology lecturer right. from uh, uh, Clemson. All
1: right. Yeah, my wife and I, we uh, my tour manager co-host producer best friends they live next to us and when the when the ballots come we just drop it off in their mailbox you Mm -hmm. drop our drop our ballots off you vote for us
0: that's good that's as good a a, you know process as just about anybody else's um who are your who who do you think are the best comedians um and why
1: Uh, like today in general, names? Yeah,
0: let's let's, uh, start with today. Yeah, name some names. Well, I I
1: like the you just put Hedberg and Bill Hicks in the same uh, sentence, because when people do say, you're talking about, oh, comedy's about truth and comedy's about being real and uh, saying what everybody thinks and is afraid to say. No, Hedberg talking about... uh, ducks eat free at subway wasn't right well actually that story is based on a true story but he was silly yeah it was fucking fun and silly and there didn't have to be any truth to it right ridiculousness and um, he's
0: the one i think he's the one who started the joke of like why would people who are high on lsd go to roofs of buildings to see if they could fly like why wouldn't they just take off from the street? I don't remember that. I don't one. know. I uh, think it might
1: have. It sounds. Yeah. yeah. I remember him talking about uh, doing acid uh, in the in, in the in the woods, so they wouldn't run into authority figures. But we ran into a bear. It was way <laughs> worse.
0: <laughs> so you like that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, I love yeah. Hedberg,
0: but and, and he's uh,
1: always a great person that, to use as an example when yeah. comics start talking about. How fucking lofty, and it's our position to fight for free speech, and we have to, and we're on the vanguard You're the curing sick
0: society,
1: right? Yeah, there's there's, uh, comedians have gotten so (laughs) self important. I have a a, a, there's one, this girl, uh, I do remember her name, I'm just not going to say it, but just a tweet where you know, when Twitter became unfun. And uh, she wrote, "I will never meet a racist halfway, based on whatever racist yeah. was in the news." I'm like, "That's a completely wrong attitude." They, yeah, we're all fighting for the minds of the stupid here. Right. And if someone's outwardly racist, that means they're probably really lonely, and they're joining a group that's going to let them in. Yeah, fucking meet a racist halfway and bring him over to your side of the street, yeah. and then you get and 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 get a fan, and then you just mold his stupid little head th- with what you want him to think. Because uh, yeah,
0: otherwise you're leaving money on the table, dummy. Uh, who uh, who are some people today that you find really uh, good? Uh, God, it's uh, you know I I'll have an answer for you by the end of the
1: summer. Okay. Because I am taking at least a year off. Okay. I think, what about I, I, I'll start watching them because yeah. uh, during quarantine, like uh, guys like Sam Morrill, new guys that I just because uh, I don't want to watch comedy, I don't yeah. want to ever. I'm, you know, I drink enough. I don't want to ever yeah, be yeah. in a position of this is a great bit I just thought of, right. or did I see it from that guy's yeah. special? Maybe I should ask him. Oh fuck, oh, yeah. what's that guy's name? I yeah. watched his special. I can't remember. What
0: about from the past? Like who who who's on uh, your Mount Rushmore of comedy?
1: Uh, st- there's that st- still hold up. Uh, but guys like Stephen Wright, I loved, uh-huh. and they, and Hedberg, yeah. you can still watch their 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 shit still holds up. Uh, sometimes you watch comics. It's sad when you watch a Bill Hicks and it, a bit of his is still, like, that was a problem, you know, 35 years ago and mm-hmm. it's still a problem. That shouldn't be. Like, I want that to be too, a like, hackneyed. It's yeah. it's sad when, even Lenny Bruce talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why can't we do this? Why can't uh, feed the poor or whatever? Right. You know, oh, too bad that's still a problem.
0: What... uh. You know, what What do you hope for, I, I was about to say, for the future, like obviously not for your kids, because you don't have kids. Do you hate kids? Yeah, I yeah. really,
1: yeah, I have a real problem.
0: Um, so what, I mean, you are, uh, I, I looked it up, you're born in 1967, I can't do the math, so you're 50, 56. how? 56. 56. Uh, 56. You know you're gonna live, especially now that you're drinking wine and you're, you know, you you cut out smoking. You're gonna live for like another thirty years. Nah, I don't, How are you gonna handle that? Like, what do you do to?
1: The, uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's new. It's only a couple months that I realized, oh, I, I might not die like I expected to. Like I was trying to live as long as mother, who right. made it to sixty-three with her, yeah, yeah, the emphysema and all that. Uh, and now, I, yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, you're going to blow by that, right?
1: Well, the, yeah, that early retirement I was thinking about. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to have to start writing some more fucking jokes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but what, happen. yeah, how do, how do you, like, what what gets you, not what gets you up in the morning, how do, how do you go through the day? Especially if you're peeling back, you're, you're getting rid of the things that you use to get through the days. You're not smoking, you're not doing psychedelics as much. Um, you're shifting to, to healthy, you know, fruit-based alcoholic beverages.
1: I, you would have uh, no idea how much joy I get out of just doing dumb shit. Like just making new recipes now that I had to change my diet. And okay, okay, for cholesterol, I can do like red beans and rice, never did that before. And I'll spend, I love to cook. I love to go thrift store shopping and find a bargain. That tuxedo I was wearing last night, a dollar, Nick, a fucking dollar. I'm a a natural hoarder. It was in my mother's jeans, uh, (laughs) so yeah, I like to hoard. uh, Quarantine, I I I get all my suits like by color and order, and my how many suits do you have? I think I uh, this was before the house fire, so I had like. I pared it down like 35 jackets. Yeah. And, uh, but then I, and I've been what buying, was, what's I've been the buying most, for a year.
0: Yeah. What's the most that you've ever spent on a jacket?
1: Oh, uh, one time I did, there was one Lily Pulitzer uh, green floral thing that I think I spent 600 bucks on.
0: That's uh, incredible. Generally. You could get a car for that.
1: Yeah, I I, I I spent a lot but of my generally early years speaking, in six
0: hundred dollar cars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go back there. Uh, generally no. speaking, what do you pay? Like five bucks, ten bucks for yeah. a jacket? Yeah. Yeah. Do you get them tailored then?
1: Uh, if I yeah, if if it's good enough, I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. it's yeah. Great when you buy a find a three dollar jacket in a thrift store, but then it costs you like twenty five dollars to get it tailored.
0: When did that start?
1: i started that started early on in my telemarketing days because my mother would send me like goofy suits we you yeah. know from thrift stores back when you know vintage was yeah you know there was not this ex-
0: pre-vintage this was just like or, bad or clothes. late late 80s so yeah. this is just the
1: right you know shit that it just went out of style 10 years yeah. ago so it's really cheap and yeah. she'd send me these so we'd all dress up in the telemarketing office and used car salesman suits yeah. and then uh and I uh, throughout my career I've worn dumb shit like for a while I'd wear a Santa hat year round for no reason and then
0: uh, with the telemarketing stuff you've been kind of critical of yourself or at least of the stuff you were selling right like you've described some of the the telemarketing stuff you did you know as as essentially scams right yeah does that throw into any question for you like the 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 use of like free markets and things like that because i could see a comedian who does that and then it's like this is why i hate capitalism and freedom um but you're not that comedian
1: no i mean i i, I hate that i i had absolutely no uh moral compass about all right i'm ripping people off because uh, and you were definitely ripping them bucks. off
0: Huh? You were definitely ripping them off, for. It
1: was a gray area. So you say, hey, you're going to win a big prize if you b- order this product. Yeah. And you know the prize isn't going to be that big. And, but you didn't say how big it was. You mm-hmm. I- insinuated it's going to be bigger yeah. than what they're spending, but it's not. So they're not going to be happy. Uh, the, hopefully, they're not so angry that they try to come after yeah. and find out who you are and prosecute you. Uh, so, yeah, I should have had it. But was early 20s i didn't give a shit i was
0: making a lot of money do you i I mean do you think it's up to people like caveat emptor let the buyer beware or
1: my problem
0: with libertarianism is the more i got involved
1: and realized how much i don't know i can't call myself a libertarian like that fucking that pharma bro guy yeah would right. libertarianism say, "Hey, it's his right to jack up fucking this AIDS medication through the roof and fuck them if they die? because I think that's yeah. a libertarian attitude. and i it I I'd go gets, I can't
0: yeah. I mean, it, yeah, on some level, yes, but then it's also like the pharma market is so regulated, et cetera. I mean like libertarians can weasel their way out of any bad <laughs> market outcome, right? Because they'll say, well, you know, the FDA, you know, runs all of that kind of stuff. And so the government's thumbprints are on everything because otherwise people would come out with generic versions of every drug and, you know, they'd be free or close to free.
1: And that's why it's guys like that maybe but, is the answer to the question of why we're all into this fantasy murder stuff because yeah. you can't really <laughs> murder people. So let's just watch other people who did murder people and yeah, uh, yeah elevate their status. Yeah. I want to watch more Dahmer. Yeah, because I can't punch Pharma Bro in the face.
0: Okay, um, when is your special going to come out? Uh, the special my, without a name.
1: The special will come out as soon as I get it edited.
0: And uh, where will we find it?
1: I don't know. Uh, that's uh, then my manager will try to shop it around. I think I yeah. might just put it out. Here's a. I wanted to do this with the last special. It came out right at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. Uh, but it had been filmed. Uh, long before uh you porn uh yeah. agreed to release my new special and i thought that's really right. funny gimmick but that was also right around the time that they were getting busted for like having like revenge right. porn rape porn that yeah. people say that you I,
0: couldn't certify that you were that above 18 because you don't have a driver's <laughs> license because you're a libertarian right Uh, Do you worry at all? I was talking with other people in different contexts here at Freedom Fest, some people who had uh, put out, you know, they've created movies and documentaries that are pretty, you know, controversial. And they were saying like, you know what, I I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go to Netflix. I don't want to go to Amazon video. I don't even want to go to YouTube because you put stuff up and you really don't have any, you know, guarantee that they're not in a couple of days. They're going to be like, you know what? We di- we're blocking this, and we own the rights and things like that. Do you worry about that at all? Because your comedy is—I yeah, hate the, like the word edgy. It just isn't right for it. But like, you put out the type of stuff that you could see people getting really pissed at and saying, like, we got to shut this and down. And a lot
1: of it's out there. That's yeah. I'm at a place where I'm not famous enough to know if I've been canceled. Like. Yeah. i had stuff on netflix that it's not there anymore but yeah. there's everything that goes on netflix eventually goes away right. nothing's yeah, permanent yeah. and they don't tell you you don't have yeah. a con- they don't go hey by the way you're pulling we're pulling your shit down you don't know yeah. so if you got canceled a lot of the stuff that did air on netflix they would pull down for content reasons there's right. stuff that you go oh yeah
0: do yeah you- definitely couldn't get away with that now do you think i mean are we too uh touchy or sensitive as a society like is that something you go back to the 70s and this might be a good way to to wrap things up with beautiful symmetry since we started talking about the 70s you know when you look at stuff that was on like you know CBS NBC and ABC in the 70s where you know on like all in the family or something they would use racial and ethnic epithets like as filler words but if you said shit yeah my you're, god yeah. the fucking roof's right. falling off so yeah. it's a
1: trade-out you could say retard back then but you couldn't uh, shit is going to get you right cancel you
0: couldn't even have beer right like i mean for a while on tv it wouldn't you couldn't have a brand of beer it would just say beer on yeah, the can
1: yeah i think i uh, actually it's, it's still in play uh in ads for liquor now, liquor right. ads came back but they can't show yeah. them actually drinking yeah. it. yeah but again, they they trade out one. You can't do this, but now I mean, you can
0: do this, but you can't do the other thing. So the so censorship you, is like always in motion. That's kind of, but do you think overall, like if you tallied it all up and stuff like that, would you say it's you know where it's freer now? Like you can do and say more things in more places than say in 1980
1: or something. Yeah, it's a million outlets. Yeah, if you want it, just be really offensive they can't stop you because right. there is there's too much whack-a-mole yeah. okay and there's a new streaming service opening up here i will let you say anything and then they yeah. get shut down and then so it's yeah and that's good exactly there's a loophole you exploit it they shut it down you open yeah. up a new loophole that just keeps going like that so that's kind of beautiful don't yeah, yeah i like, know that's why yeah. the government has always been just another thing okay i'm yeah. a rat in a maze and there's a bunch of things out there who do
0: you worry about more like do you worry about the government or the corporations or the the churches or or are they all kind of equal to you in terms of they're all trying to to trap well i think
1: uh, lawyers uh are the ones you you worry about getting sued or audited those i I don't know if that comes with age but yeah those the the ones that scare me the most
0: yeah all right uh, final, uh, I used to work as a uh, music journalist and a teen magazine editor, and we would always say, you know, if you were talking to Kirk Cameron in 1986 or 87, or Ozzy Osbourne or whatever, the final question was always, message to your fans? Doug Stanhope, message to your fans?
1: Uh, yeah, don't don't kill yourself. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't... I don't. don't have a message for my fans if I do I I will uh, wrap it in a fist-fuck joke and call it new material so you'll get the message (laughs) at the show
0: I appreciate that very much that's a great message thank you thank you this has been the reason interview with Nick Gillespie before you do anything else please go to Apple Google Spotify SoundCloud wherever you get your shows wherever you get your podcasts and sign up subscribe or make it super easy on yourself. Just go to reason.com slash podcast. Everything is there, including our great new six-part podcast series, Why We Can't Have Nice Things, where Eric Bain explains how trade policy of all things makes everything from baby formula to underwear more expensive and difficult to get. And while you're at reason.com slash podcast, also check out the Reason Roundtable and the Soho Forum Debates our other great podcast series they're all good they're all at reason.com podcast please don't miss an episode thanks for listening